Hi, I'm Emma. And I am Jenny. And this is Have You Heard Of. It's the podcast where two best friends, us, finally hold each other accountable for all those pop culture recommendations we keep giving each other. This week, it's, it's your turn. turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're recording on like a weird day. So everyone's a bit off. We're recording after work and it's, we're in a, a different vibe. So it's fine. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. Yeah, it's all good. And oh, and yeah, so it's my pick and we will be talking about Newsies, the Broadway musical recording. But first, it's my turn and I'm going to talk about something that was so incredibly popular. It got like, I don't know how many double digits Emmy nominations. And I was like, Jenny, I don't know if this is niche enough, but like being niche is dead. Cringe culture is over. I'm really into Ted Lasso. What is this? <gasps> okay, cool. Yay. Good answer. Good response. Okay. So Ted Lasso is an Apple TV original. Okay. And I don't have Apple TV. It's the one subscription service that I do not have any access to. But that has changed because I recently got a new television. And with the purchase of my new television came a three-month subscription to Apple TV. So I have been rapidly consuming Ted Lasso Season 1 just in time to watch Ted Lasso Season 2, which premieres the week they were recording this, which is the week before the episode comes out. It is the show uh, starring Jason Sudeikis from Saturday Night Live and Sleeping With Other People, which is one of my favorite rom-coms, playing Ted Lasso, who is a, a football coach from Kansas who is hired to be a football coach in the UK, but by football they mean soccer. Oh. Uh, So he and his best friend, Coach Beard, go to the UK to become a coach for the Richmond Greyhounds. Uh, And unbeknownst to them, they have been hired because the new owner of the the football team is actually trying to get back at her ex-husband, the previous owner, because she hates him so much and she thinks the only thing he ever loved really was his football team. And she has hired Ted Lasso because she thinks he will do a terrible job coaching and run it into the ground. But little Um. does she know that Ted Lasso's kindness and enthusiasm for life are infectious. Uh, But it also does a really good job of balancing of Ted Lasso, who's just an uh, incredibly optimistic person, uh, but sometimes to his detriment. So the show is like optimism, positivity, good. Here's how to do that effectively. And it is very yeah. funny and very sweet. It got a ton of Emmy nominations. I would say it's the biggest success Apple TV has had. Oh, oh. yes, this, the great underdog Apple. Uh, but <laughs> it's a really cute show and I'm really oh. enjoying it. And I bet you would like it too. Yeah, like so. everything you're saying is inspirational, sports, teams. I there's mean, a, there's a really good karaoke scene that I know uh, you will jive with. I mean, how have I not heard about this? Clearly, I'm in the dark if it's got all these everything. It came out last year, and mm. as someone uh, who does enjoy the works of Jason Sudeikis, I was aware of it, but again, didn't have Apple TV. So just didn't watch it. But then it got nominated for a ton of awards. I feel like people are talking about it a lot now, especially because the Mm. second season has just started. So now it's like this big pressure. They have this amazing first season. Will the second season be able to live up to it? I think yes. I need to watch that. That sounds... Because I also have recently bought some Apple products and also have three months free of Apple TV. Oh, excellent. Good work, Apple. Okay, yeah. So you should watch Ted Lasso and then we can talk about Ted. Maybe we can talk about Ted Lasso because you hadn't heard of it. Oh, okay. Okay. Excellent. Okay. This is, I'm done now. I'm done. We're done. I'm done talking about Ted Lasso. I'm not about Newsies. Okay. Okay.
Okay. Anywho, future episode. Okay. Hello. My name is Jenny and I love Newsies. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This show makes me very happy. Um, I, my awareness of Newsies was very limited besides being like a musical theater fan in general. There are some songs from Newsies that you're like almost contractually, is that the word? Contractually obligated to know as a musical theater fan. Like you just know them. Like even if you haven't watched the musical, like. Wait, which songs are these? I want to know if they were any of the songs that I knew. Okay. Like Seize the Day. Okay, I did know Seize the Day. And um, Carrying the Banner. Yeah, I did. But I, 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 I knew Seize the Day mostly in full. I will say that I really only knew, like, one line from Carrying the Banner, which is when they say the words Carrying the Banner. Yeah. Well, see? Still. Exactly. That's still all I had to it. know. That's all I've got to know. Yeah. And so I, um, when this music, the, the biggest thing besides just knowing it on, like, musical theater mixed CDs, because that was a thing back in the day, um... I didn't know a lot about Newsies until it was on Broadway. And I remember watching the Tony Awards and they were performing. So it was in the Tonys in 2012. I think it was off Broadway on 2011. And then it was on Broadway in 2012, which is fairly recently in my mind. Again, that is almost 10 years ago. I know. I was like, this is a new musical. This is from like the past five years. It's like 10 years old, which I guess is only five more years than five years. But I mean, last five years is a musical. Starring Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> exactly. Everything's connected. I um, was really happy to see him in this because everything else I have seen him in, I want to <laughs> kick his ass. Except I think that is actually only the last five years. And then two episodes of Smash season two because I never finished Smash. Continue. Yes. So I remember watching this Tony performance and just seeing like, my first thought was like, this is what we mean by boys being boys. Just like jumping enthusiastically. Like that's <laughs> what I need and I love and it was just so intriguing and I couldn't stop looking away and I was like and there was always so many memes about like oh when the newsies cast it's just a big group of boys just like hanging out all the just time just a big group of rascals <laughs> and I sent um Emma this like clip of two of the cast members behind the scenes singing along together and the cast of this musical seems like they had such a lovely time together. And a lot of them are, especially the people in the ensemble are like still roommates to this day and are like super close friends. Oh my gosh. Right. And it's like, it just makes me so happy. So that's my first introduction was that. And then I watched the, like, so I, I knew the soundtrack, and then I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Oh, there's, there's no recording of it. I'll watch the action movie. So the mu- musical Newsies on Broadway is based at, off of the 1992 film Newsies, now called Newsboys, apparently. The Newsboys. The Newsboys. Which I think that Disney, as a corporation, is not giving its audience enough credit to distinguish between Newsies 1992 and Newsies 2017. Yeah. And we'll explain why it's 2017 and not 2012 in a moment. But uh, <laughs> I was like, no, I, I still know that they're different. It's okay. I know which one has Batman. Exactly. So one has Batman in it, um, Christian Bale. And um, I remember watching it. And when it first showed up that like it was like directed by Kenny Ortega. And I was like, 
oh my god, he's everywhere in my life. I did not realize that he also did this. And after listening to the soundtrack and then watching this, I was like, oh, it's it's fine. I get it. I'm surprised. Actually, I guess I'm not surprised that Disney turned into a musical because for Disney, it was probably an easier development process than maybe some of the other adaptations they did because Newsies is a fully-fledged musical, not like something like... Mm. Tarzan or Aladdin or Little Mermaid that definitely has memorable songs but is not a musical. Yes. Um, but I am surprised that they did adapt it although I guess it did take them 20 years because Newsies was apparently a box office flop. Was it? Like it did not do well critically or commercially. Interesting. Well because the whole premise is also based off of a historical event in 1899 of the news the newsboys strike in New York. So there's a lot of like Based off of, based off of, based off of. pieces. Yeah, and, like, talking about adaptations, a lot of things changed every single iteration. Like, Mm -hmm. the original movie, they changed some things. Like, even, like, Jack Kelly is not necessarily a person. It's It's an amalgamation of... Yes, of a bunch of other people and just, like, the spearheads. I get... I think the... Um, I think Kid Blink, I think, was, like, the main inspiration. I think, is also a real movie. Yes. Yes, yeah. So it's just like a group. I mean, obviously Joseph Pulitzer, but not all Pulitzers in this yes, musical are equal in the world. What? (laughs) I don't know. I I committed to saying it, but we're moving past it now. (laughs) Okay. Um, and um, anywho, so I was a huge fan of Newsies, and just from like listening to the soundtrack is all I knew about it. And then, um, when I went. Just a fun memory that me and my sister had as we were in Disneyland with our father. And at the time there was in California Adventures, there was like the, it was based off of California and like the boulevard and stuff. Now that section is now changed. Everything is different now. Anywho, there used to be a, an act that would happen when there would be a bunch of people on a trolley and there would be a bunch of people dressed up as newsies and then Mickey Mouse would come out as a newsie and they would sing a bunch of newsie songs. And I remember- <laughs> For a second I thought you were like, and then Mickey Mouse came out as a scab <laughs> crossing the picket line. They were all about like, he's coming to the big city. Anywho. Um, That's nicer than my version. <laughs> Mickey Mouse not supporting it. workers' rights. <laughs> um, and I remember me and my sister on the other side of the boulevard being like, pointing and being like newsies and we like run and my dad's like what the hell is had you this? seen newsies the musical at this point or were you just enamored by the concept of newsies no well as <laughs> i'll get to like the recording of this didn't come out until 2017 and which so which i also didn't re- uh, I'll go ahead no what were you saying i didn't want to scoop your explanation of your pick but i didn't no. realize initially until i did look this up because i was like I was looking at the cast to see what else they had done, because outside of Jeremy Jordan, I did not know the answer. Yeah. Um, although, I, and, and Andrew Keenan Bolger also. But um, I didn't realize that this wasn't a recording of the Broadway musical, that it was a special revival they did specifically to record yes. it, which I think is very interesting and immediately made sense to me in terms of how the audience is reacting to everything that's happening on stage. Yes, 100%. Like... So this um, it got on Broadway in 2012. It, it has always been a Disney production because mm-hmm. it was Newsies that when the, um, Kenny Ortega did it, it was Disney film. It was in Disneyland. It was on Broadway. It was a Disney production. Um, and so they ran, I believe, from 2012 to 2014 before it went on the road. 
Um, also, big sadness is April 2020. I was supposed to go see, not the Broadway version, but or like traveling, but I was supposed to see a production of Newsies in my home in here for my birthday. Me, my sister and my mom were going to come. We were going to make a whole weekend out of it. Oh, damn. Still haven't seen Newsies live one day. Um, and yeah, so then they did. A- Great Comet was going to come to Toronto this January. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and so then they did a revival. I, I think they only did a couple, a handful of shows. I think it was like five or something. It was not a lot. It was yeah. like a week-long engagement. It was like, I think they planned like three shows and then they did like two more or something like that. And so mm-hmm. it was a bunch of cast that were the original cast came back. Um, and also a lot of the cast, except for Jeremy Jordan, was there for almost the entire run anyway. Um yeah. Jeremy Jordan had to leave halfway through because of Smash. <laughs> so, oh! <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is so interesting. That must have been a really intense year in Jeremy Jordan's life because I also yeah. was looking up what, el- what other musicals came out that season. Bonnie and Clyde also came out that season. But oh. closed so fast, he got to do Newsies, I think. <laughs> oh, because Bonnie whoa. and Clyde was nominated for Best Original Musical the same year as Newsies. Interesting. Which, like, if Bonnie and Clyde had not bombed so hard, Jeremy Jordan's life would have been changed forever. Interesting. And also, for people who are not big theater nerds like me and Emma are, Jeremy Jordan is, I think, is similar to Aaron Chavez. Also, that's a theater name. But, like, big stars in musical theater. Like, new musical theater is how I would Yeah, they're, like, the big, they're, like, the new Broadway boys. I would say, like, also on that tier is Corey Cott, who replaced yeah. Jeremy Jordan on yeah. Newsies and like has gone on yeah. to do Bandstand with Laura Osnes and probably many other things as well. Um, yeah, I would say they're like the Broadway pretty boys of yes. today. They're the running men. Like they're the lead stars in a lot of Broadway. And they're all ones who also like, they're not famous really outside of Broadway, but they're in things outside of Broadway. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree with that. Um, and Bonnie and, and Clyde was a musical that closed after like two weeks. <laughs> did it? I still have it saved somewhere on YouTube, so, like, like a whole recording of it, and it still hasn't been taken down from YouTube. And I've had it saved since like 2010, so that shows you how. Dang, like, Bonnie. Not 2010. Clyde. Must be 2012 because that's when it came out. So <laughs> it's not that popular. Hey, there's some songs in that that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. which is. I just like musical theater. Um, so yeah, so this, they recorded it and then originally it went on Netflix and then now it's on Disney plus. And I went through a phase when it came out on Netflix originally, just telling everyone like, have you seen newsies? Have you seen newsies on Broadway? This was be except for legally blonde, the musical. This was my first like introduction or my second introduction to like, professionally recorded stage productions of stuff. I have seen one of Rent, which is true, but like I didn't know a lot about Newsies at all. So like, except for like what I've listened to, but like that production value, it made me realize how people should not shy away from it. The difference between a bootleg and a professionally recorded musical (sighs) is unbelievable. And Newsies does it so well because there are certainly solo numbers, but this is more than anything an ensemble musical. Like you've got your main characters, but so much of the musical is group numbers. 
And like Jenny said, it's about the dancing. It's about the physical performance. Yes. Um, and this, something I have to with movie musicals is that a lot of times they don't give you the chance to actually look at the dancing or there's less emphasis on choreography, which is one of the many reasons that Cats the Musical was a, the, Cats the Movie was a failure because the one thing Cats mm. the Musical is going for it is the dancing and the movie doesn't let you look at it because it's like cameras zipping everywhere. This is just like huge panning shots of yeah. men and their physical prowess. <laughs> yes. And especially because the whole premise of the Newsies is that it's a group of news Newsies, so children who sell newspaper on the street are forming like a union together. And so the importance of every single person needs to be emphasized because that is the importance of the whole plot. And even it goes all the way to the bows at the end. They all do like the ensemble do a whole bow, but then they each individually go up and do like a wave. And you don't see that actually that often. I really enjoy it. And like, sure, they give Jeremy Jordan his special little wave. And I imagine that was very important for him to like revisit this role five years down the line. Um, But it really does emphasize... Just the fact that even all of the ensemble characters, even though I don't know all their names, they all have names. There are very few of them are like yeah. newsy number one. They all they all have names. And some of them, I guess, are actually based off of like people. And but again, some of the names and stuff are changed. Um, but I love exactly they all have their own personalities, and because they're all individual people, and they I. I don't even know if I should use the word like ensemble, just like the rest of the cast. Like, yeah, <laughs> like there probably is. Cause uh, sorry to the ensemble, but like, I probably don't remember the ensemble numbers who don't have names, but like they, they really mm. do work as a unit, which I think is, is very impressive. Um, yeah. Yes. I was going to say something else and I've forgotten. So let's continue. Oh, actually this isn't what I was going to say, but I did want to do a quick dive. We haven't really talked about any of the characters yet, but uh, something I dip, I dive into occasionally is the AO3 tags for things. Hell and I yeah, do want to see Newsies because Newsies, I feel like, does still have a very active fandom yes. in Broadway spaces today, even though it's been off-Broadway for nine years. It's Well, not nine years, but like it's it's been a while. Um, and so I went, and there's two tags. I focused on just the Newsies, the musical tag, not Newsies, all media. Because I was like, we don't care about Fair. Christian Bale. Sorry. <laughs> um, how many fanfics do you think are on? Like, Price is Right rules. Uh, how many without going over do you think um, there are? Fan, um, ooh. 625. A little more than that. 5,526. <laughs> Just a wee bit, eh? Just a Just wee bit. Just a wee bit. Uh, what do you think the most popular ship is? The um, answer it, may surprise you. Is it not Jack and Davy? That's number two. Okay. Okay. Um, Jack and Crutchy? That's number six. Number one is Spot Conlin. And Racetrack Higgins. And I had to look up which one Racetrack Higgins was. He's the one with the cigar. Interesting. So the two newsies, like, two newsies who do do exist as characters yeah. have over 1,600 fanfics dedicated to them. I, okay, I don't know. Is it maybe because... Because the... I don't remember his name, but the person who is the actor who has the cigar, he's going to be in the new West Side Story movie. So he, and he's the one who still is with someone from Newsies. Maybe, do they oh. live together? Oh, 
oh my, I don't know, but if they're roommates, suddenly a lot of things are clicking <laughs> okay. for me. And they were roommates. I don't know if oh it's the same God, person Oh my God, they were not. roommates. I, we cannot verify these facts, but things I mean, are making there's Google, sense. But there's no time. Yeah. Um, what I was surprised didn't even crack the, crack the top 10, which is unfortunate because it was my ship that I came out of this musical with, was David and Kat, Davy and Catherine. I was like, they are Ooh. in love. Or they could oh. be in love. Or they could just be like queer solidarity besties. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. Oh, um, I love their dynamic a lot. Yeah. So um, again, some of these characters are loosely based off of real people. Um, one of the characters that is mainly fictional is Catherine, who is the main female in the musical. Who's not there even has been in the movie. S- no. In the movie, it's her is um, the woman character is the one the woman sister. you get the one. one you get one and apparently in recent renditions of newsies they've made some characters like gender neutral so they can be like whatever Girlies. yeah and also apparently that's one thing that has been some criticism of newsies is that there was there was a lot of female newsies and a lot of them did strike and um so again they're trying to change that in some productions also just from experience, if you're in high school and doing Newsies, the majority of the people in it are going to be female. Anyway. I know. Like, Jack <laughs> Kelly is going to be Kelly Jack. Um, yes. I did want to so, say one thing. The, the oh, fourth most popular ship on archiveofourown.org is um, Catherine and Sarah, who's the girl character from the movie. So shout out to, shout out to yeah. fandom. Yeah. Working harder um, than anyone so I know. So, Catherine, did you get this tidbit of why they picked that name? I did, but it's, and it's sad, but good trivia. So please share with us. Yeah, it's, it is very sad. So it's named after, so Pulitzer is a real person. Um, and it's, so it's named after his daughter who died as an infant. And so that is that name that, that they kept. But there is also, uh, the character is also loosely based around Annie Kelly, which I thought was interesting because there's Jack Kelly. But Annie Kelly apparently was a very um, vocal supporter and, um, writer during this time but not the same dynamic as it is in the Mm -hmm. musical but it is one of the reporters during the time who was a big advocate for the newsboys which Mm -hmm. is really cool yeah i'm trying to think if there's any other fun facts before we go into it oh they did win a couple of tonys do you have any guesses or did you look i didn't look it up actually i looked up what was eligible for tonys that year i didn't look up i'm gonna guess choreography yes it won choreography for sure and one other thing did it also win set design no, but it should. I do Ooh, actually I, love the set for this movie. For this I okay. I love how like industrial it is, mm-hmm. but that makes sense because they're in New York, and it's also it's so simple yet so dynamic because you can keep changing it, and it means different things. The way they use screens to like set things up. Yes, and the like and, the different levels. You've got people climbing over everything. Traditionally, I'm someone who loves like a really realistic set design. I saw a play mm. once. Um, called Grand Horizons, which takes place in a house inside a retirement community. And so it's just like a fully functioning living room. You've got lights, you've got sinks, you've got microwaves that work. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so I'm not usually one for conceptual set design. And then um, Newsies totally worked for me. It's so fun because, again, this musical is so physical and definitely the plot and the characters are a key part of it. But I would say the main focus of it is look how good these dancers are. And this set gives them the opportunity to really show that off. And also like kind of... Speaking about the dance... Oh, before I get sidetracked, they also won for Best Original Score. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Another thing, just about the dance style, I... When I first said Newsies, you were like, ah, oh, tap. There's one tap number. There's I know. I definitely thought there was more tap. This is one of my notes because I was like, Jenny doesn't like tap, but she likes Newsies. There's one tap number. None of the rest of the dancing is tap. Yeah, <laughs> guess what my least favorite song is? That's my favorite song. <laughs> That's fair. Bro, That's in fair. my notes, Kick in New York slaps. Okay, it's like a fun song, but it's uh, the scene's like oh fine. I, it's, it makes my my knee start tapping. I can't tap dance, <laughs> but my knee sure can't go up and down. But the like, yeah, the choreography is great, and also this is I think the biggest difference between like a Broadway professional musical and other musicals is or productions of musicals. The transition scenes are mm. impeccable. Slick. Because the dance, they have, like, little, like, interlude songs, and the Newsies are just giving her, and, like, you don't realize the set's changing, and all of a sudden they just go, wow, and, like, jump, and all of a sudden you're in a different set, and you're like, whoa, I didn't even notice because you were doing flips and spins, and The music all really for cool all things. the interludes, too, gets so funky. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they really crank up the bass for the interludes, and I really enjoyed that as well. I, it also just really made me miss theater. I... With the pandemic, haven't been able to see a lot of theater. I recently, for my job, was around a theater-type production. And I was just like, oh my god, I forget how fun it is to be around, like, actors. And, like, be transported back in time. And just be lost. Cowboy, take me away. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And, yeah. So, should we get into the plot? I guess we should actually talk about the plot of the musical. Um, I guess one more thing I wanted to say. And this isn't a negative... Or positive. It's just that I feel like, you know, people talk about how Disney TV shows have a really specific loud acting style. Yes. Which is, again, like, I don't think even that is a bad thing. I think the Disney acting style is like, that's how you know it's a Disney show. And it definitely appeals to their audience. I feel like Disney musicals aren't in the same level, but have like a very distinct acting style over other Broadway shows. Like, you can tell Mm. that it's a Disney show regardless of like... The only other Disney production I've seen professionally is Aladdin, and it was magical. I was transported. They're on the flying carpet. There was a woman in front of me Snapchatting the whole thing, and I was about oh to snap God. the phone out of her hand, but I refrained because <laughs> I'm not Patty Lapone. Um, but again, like that, and I think it's just because they know their audience has a level of familiarity with their musicals that they yeah. they have. Like they're they're playing a role, and they're also playing this level of knowingness and I just think it's interesting there is also that element of like it is magical it's a newsies it's based in New York but there is that element it's 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 a slick like it's just you can tell that money's behind it but I guess it's just like you can tell you're like this is a well-funded production (laughs) and like it's I wouldn't call it gritty but they're like it's not gritty but they do sometimes deal with hard topics but it's never um there's emotion behind it, but it, it's not... Like, they've got bruises on their faces that also highlight their cheeks bones and their bone exactly. structure. Exactly. Right? Right? Yeah. So... Which works. Especially which for works. Newsies, where it's like, movies from that era are very glossy and vaseline So it makes sense that a musical in that era would be the same, because that's... Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's... Newsies. The Newsies. So, like I said in the beginning, it's based off of a movie that's based off of an event, which is actually, there was multiple different Newsies, like, uh, protests and stuff. Um, 
But this one, it's a little bit different than historically of what happened is in the musical, um, the Newsies are protesting that they raise the prices. Um, usually you would for um, 50 cents, you get 100 papers and you sell them for 10 like, cents each. So something you're making like that. 20. Yeah. So you're making, you're, you're spending 50, you're making a dollar. Yes. And then they raise it to 60. Um, and that is the main reason why they're striking. And um, in, historically, it was, it was raised during the war, actually. And then when the war ended, they didn't lower it. And that's what oh, they were Oh, that's interesting. For. Because I, I totally understand people saying, you know, we're in tough times. We have to do whatever we can. And then you stop. Well, the times don't stop being tough. But they stop being what you're used to and, or what, you, what, what has happened. And suddenly you're like, oh, you're just going to keep making it difficult for me? No. It's harder to sell because the headlines weren't about war. That's a good point. Yeah, people are really burnt out from news, and also the headlines aren't as urgent. And also, you would buy them, but they wouldn't buy back any of the ones you didn't sell. And which is, so, which is also something they did protest as well. That was a, a whole thing altogether. I love so, union musicals. Yeah, I love unions. And like, I, I know how everyone has their different ideas of unions and all that. Unions jazz. are so important. Yes. I know like, it can be frustrating, but they're so important. I definitely there's definitely elements. There's definitely parts that is frustrating, and there's definitely parts that needs to be reworked. But looking at history, if we didn't have them, like a lot of people would be dead, injured, or sick, not have a job, dead, a lot of things. Very so, tired. Very tired. Exactly. So our main protagonist is Jack Kelly who is played by Jeremy Jordan and um, the musical start we can't go through the entire musical because the musical is almost three hours long um, and but I always find it so funny I don't know if it's only the second time but like what's up with Broadway's like obsession with Santa Fe is it because Santa Fe in their mind is the opposite of New York I guess so they're like it's the west coast there's fields you can run okay okay <laughs> I guess I, guess. I, I think that was me trying to do a Jack Kelly voice, but it didn't work. <laughs> um, and also, like, the recording of the musical is fine, but the way they sing it in this recording, like, the production of it is so good. Like, the certain tones they hit, the certain, like, melodies they do, it's just so much more pure and intoxicating i and love the it. audience in this recording really does something because it's not a regular broadway audience like jenny said like this show's been closed for a few years suddenly you have jeremy jordan back in the role that was his breakthrough performance um yeah. and so everyone there is someone who already loves newsies and they are treating it like a rock show which i think if i was there live would have driven, driven me crazy watching it at home it was intoxicating because <laughs> everyone knows what's coming people are cheering and clapping and hooting and it must have been so fun to be there yeah and i guess they they also like recorded it a cup like through a couple of nights similar what mm -hmm. they did with Hamilton so some of them you have the audience some of them you can like zoom in really close for certain shots because they're on the stage during that shot to make it look cooler um and so you meet Jack Kelly and you meet all the gang and they all go and get their newspapers and um you also meet our the second main character which is Davey and his younger brother Les I am obsessed with I don't... Ben Franker Hauser? Frankhauser? 
I don't think there's another R in there. He's one of my favorite. I even though I'm horrible at things, he's one of my favorite Broadway guys ever. I he hasn't been back on Broadway since Newsies. What is happening uh, there? How is Broadway I so brutal? Why are you not taking advantage of this beautiful, sweet man? I was gonna say boy, but he's a man now. Probably. He's a man. I his voice has this very specific like vibrato to it that there's a song he did called I think Belief that I've saved on Spotify and it's just him singing and it's it's so beautiful and I've watched so many of his like you know like Broadway stars like perform sometimes at like a certain club I don't even know what it is but like yeah and like I've oh I've watched every one of his performances he like he makes you feel things when he sings no matter what he sings he makes you like feel it with your whole body and it's beautiful and i love it now is the time to seize the day stare down the odds and seize the day minute by minute that's how you win it we will find a way but let us seize the day the strike happens, and then suddenly Jack and Davy find themselves as the leader of the strike. Because even though Davy's new to being a newsie, he knows yeah. about unions. He knows the damage of not being in one because his father's been injured on the job, and he possesses a level of education and ability to like interact with upper class that the others don't. And yes. at first, it's very clear that Jack is the leader because Jack is a leader amongst the newsies. They all trust him. They respect him and his skills. Uh, but he he's the one that falters when he's put under pressure. And so I knew Seize the Day. I didn't know that Davy starts Seize the Day. And seeing this character who is so nervous and scared about protecting his family, he doesn't want to go on strike because he's supporting his whole family. And yeah. that he is the one who takes that risk when he, from an outside perspective, has the most to lose, is very powerful. Again, because yes. Ben Hauser has the voice of an angel. And it's like... They have the brains and they have the face, right? And sometimes they swap, but they're usually yes. in their roles. Exactly. Actually, but like you said, the important thing is that they swap. Like they go, they yeah. are such a good duo. And it's really fun to watch that friendship grow because even when Jack is being very bullish and like angry and upset, Davy's there to level him out. And when Davy is scared, Jack is there to bolster him up. And it's very lovely. And kind of what you're saying of like, it seems like Davy has a lot more to lose, but I think they both have a lot to lose, but in different ways. Like mm-hmm. Jack has like, cause he cares about these boys. He knows these boys as his family. That's He's what he has to lose. For more. It's the Dean Winchester complex. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But then like, we mom. have Davy who, what he has, he has a family he needs to support, but he like, but he actually he has the security of going to back do. to his family if it doesn't go well. Street smarts and book smarts coming together, creating a union. There's also a lot of flips involved, and it's great. Um, and it's it's so um, interesting, their character dynamic, because, like, Davy and his brother come from a family. Like, oh, you got folks? Like, oh, okay. And, like, yeah. I do actually, even though I said earlier, we haven't even really talked about Catherine, even though I, I said earlier, like, oh man, I would have loved to see like a little surprise romance between Davy and Catherine. I do enjoy Jack and Catherine. I did laugh really hard when Davy's like, oh, hey, Jack, do you want to come home and have dinner with me? And Jack's like, no, I got plans with a fella. And I was like, do you? Do you have plans? <laughs> Fellas. Yeah. Continuing. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite songs, which is also a song I actually listened to 
more than any other song in Newsies is the song in the theater when Jack is drawing the photo of Catherine. Um, it's just so pretty. And it's just this boy realizing like, oh no, I think I like, like this. A girl is mean to him. And he's like, oh no, this is, this is going to be a problem. I think I love her. She was a little mean to me. Exactly. That's and the same. Like, I've never felt comics. like this for no one before. You're like, oh god, but just the way he sings it, it's like, it's an inner monologue, but it's so like heartfelt. Even though he's like going through like this crisis, he's like, oh, oh no. And they have such a good banter towards each other. And there's some parts when just like Jack leave her alone, but I'm like, but Catherine also can like hold her own. Yeah, they're, they're, it's it's not a dynamic I would ever personally pursue, but it's certainly working for them. Catherine as yes. an OC in this musical is very fun because she's this hard-hitting girl reporter with a secret yes. backstory that we won't unlock until act two. Yes, exactly. Um, also in this scene is one of my favorite lines of when someone runs up to um, Madame Larky, who is like the person performing and it's like, you're wrong. She's like, I am. How am I How doing? How am I doing? <laughs> I just think I was like, uh, oh, her song also gave me really strong Sharpay and High School Musical 2 vibes. Ooh. But I didn't write down any of the lyrics, so I can't elaborate on that point. <laughs> That's okay. That is okay. Um, and so they want to do a strike. And so um, when Catherine like pr- um, approaches them, being like, hey, I want to write a story about you guys. And it's like, well, like you only write in this. It's like, well, have you wrote a strike before? And they have like this, well, I'm going to do it. And they're like, okay, cool. And then one of like her song is so great when she's just like wants to do it. It's just a stream of conscious song. Her song is really fun, too, because, like I said, it's a lot of group numbers and a lot of dance numbers, and then she's just got this one that is, you know, impeccable breath control, because she's just talking a mile a minute, and then she takes a breath, and then she just yep. keeps going, and it's so fun to watch. And it's fun because she has little moments when all of a sudden she starts thinking about Jack Kelly, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's she gets so mad, and she's like, okay, I gotta do it, I gotta do it right. And what a face. And back to back to focusing on things that aren't that face, but that face. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they decide to do the strike, and they're like, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. And the whole thing is that they really need to get Brooklyn because Brooklyn is like the biggest city in New York, which also made me realize I have no idea that all these places are actually in New York. I hear all these names, and I like don't fully understand how diverse or like different all these like sections, especially back in the day were. Yes. And so everyone's like, we need to get like, um, we need to get Brooklyn. Brooklyn's not coming. Like, it's okay. We're going to strike anywho. And then we have the song of seize the day. And they're like, one of my favorite lines in that song. And most of the musical is, um, and say to the others who did not follow through, you're still our brothers and we will fight for you. And I think like that sentiment of, even if you don't fight for us or you're not like striking of class us, we're solidarity. Still... Yeah. And that's the thing of when they're like, what if people like, they're going to hire other people to do it. And they're like, we'll beat them up. It's like, no, we fight together. And I think that mentality is people like really hone that in more in conflict when it's like we are still have some disagreements but we're fighting for the same thing or i'm still fighting for you is mm-hmm. it make a lot of things more. i won't support you but i'll fight for you it's very important yes, yes. i say as someone who's never had to strike in my life um 
One, my one other note from in between Catherine's number and Seize the Day is that if any Disney character in the history of Disney was ever allowed to say fuck, I think it should be Catherine. <laughs> I love that. Would you like to elaborate? I, no, I just think that she's the one who's most likely to deploy it. Like, I think everyone would expect Jack Kelly to swear a lot. Yeah. But I think Catherine would just delight in it so much in the same way that I do, that it took her probably a long time to start swearing. And then once she did, a great force was unleashed within her. I don't think she's even particularly good at swearing. Like, I don't think she's, you know, got a real artful turn of phrase. But I think just the sheer volume would stun and amaze. I think, I don't know if she would say it, but it would come out from her. She, she, would, would, she just exudes. <laughs> she will, profanity. like, she didn't need to say it, but it will just come from within and she'd just yell it. She'd be like, sorry, I just need you to say that. Um, and so the strike doesn't go too well, and everyone's mean and starts beating up a bunch of kids. There's a goon squad. Goon squad. And then we have Santa Fe, the main Santa Fe song. And the final note. Seems very like unearthly. It also reminds me of like the note in um, Eurovision. What it's like. It's that it's note. Your note. Yes. <laughs> that, that was Jeremy Jordan's. He did it. He did he the did note. He hit the Spjork note. I got nothing if I got I know I did get to that part and I was like I've heard Jenny talk about this before <laughs> I remember when you also just used to listen to like like when you're really into pentatonics you would listen to one part of a pentatonic song or yeah. going to the woods you would listen to uh the baker saying I want to have a child oh, and like so I know yeah. the power of that spjorg note for you there is some there is certain notes in musical theater that I am unhealthily obsessed with i <laughs> i would say it's still healthy it is just also an obsession it's that's the there's certain note there's like also a note in like shrek the musical there's like in every musical there is a specific note that someone will say it's probably i could probably ask one of my friends who does music and be like what is this note because every time that's they do the it i'm like podcast <laughs> no it's not <laughs> but i'm like man that is just so satisfying and it, I think it's because it feels so... There's a lot of emotion in that note. It's so good. And I, it, I'm i pretty sure I was like, hey, you should see this. If you haven't, just watch from this minute to this minute. Watch this note. Thank you for your time. Good day. Um, but yeah, that's, that's when this musical one. shifts into act two and becomes about... It's so scary to take that first step. It's even scarier for to move backwards and have to keep going. Um, because yeah. we haven't even talked about the character Crutchy yet, who is Jack's best friend, um, who, <laughs> could you tell, uses a crutch to walk and is kidnapped, arrested, and sent to the refuge, which is a yeah. squalid children's prison. Yeah. Um, design, like, hidden like it's like an orphanage, but it's not. It's like a for-profit, it's, it's a for-profit prison for children. Wish those didn't still exist for adults and for children. <sighs> yeah. And and he gets his own song. 
which is very lovely. Andrew which is a very lovely very, song. Very sweet. And uh, it's really touching when he's, he, it's all about him writing a letter to Jack and how he changes the goodbye note of like your friend, your best friend, your brother. And like, he's like changing it. And you're like, oh, cause it's a, it's a sense of community. Yeah. And, of, um, you know, Davey says, doesn't have everyone have folks at the beginning of the musical. And Jack is so taken yeah. back, back by it because to him, he doesn't. But he does, because he's got Crutchy, and he's got the rest of the Newsies. And now we see that whole thing when we thought Davey had a lot to lose. Now Jack is like, I need to stop. I can't get kids hurt. I can't I can't even get Crutchy out, let alone risk getting the other kids in. And then Davey comes in, and is like, no, like, we, we have momentum now. And it's going to be tough, and it sucks, and it's going to be hard, but we have to do it. And also, there's no escape. We are inevitable. And I'm like, yeah, that's some. Sometimes you have friendships. It's like, stop. We're in, a, in inevitable. It's gonna. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's very Thanos. I'm sorry, Thanos ruined that word for me. That is fair. That is very fair. Fair. Um, also, this is not around this scene, but just in general, any scene, or in anything. When people, as a line, walk forward, is chef's kiss so great. There's just something so powerful of, like, information walking forward. And they do that in Seize the Day. And they also do it in um, Once and for All. Yeah. And it's just so powerful. It's like, yes, we're going to do it. We're going to do it all together. Um, and so Jack takes some convincing because they're like, no, they're they're mean. They're doing all these things. Like, it means they're scared. It means it's working. Yeah. We got to move forward and you do this. You have to keep pushing. Don't take your foot off the gas, metaphorically. Yes. Um, and then we find out a twist. <gasps> twist! Which I guess we gave away in talking about her backstory of the creation of this character. Yeah. Yeah. So Catherine is... Pulitzer's daughter. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. And... So Jack is like, oh my God. And like, so he is bribed to switch how the, um, they're, they're going to do this rally together and they're going to switch what it's about. And which is actually apparently based off of rumors that happened during the actual historical event when the lead men who were leading it, um, all of a sudden they mysteriously were starting to wear like nicer clothes and people suspected them of doing some dealings. And then that, then they stepped down from doing it. They kept deny they denied it. But then they step down from those roles because people lost their trust in them. Which is so important. That's got to be really frustrating, even if you're not, not, you know, in the pocket of Pulitzer. But that's good leadership yeah. to know, like, this is counterintuitive to our goal. Exactly. If, if and don't trust me, then we're not going to succeed. I know I probably said this like five times. Now this is my other favorite scene in the whole musical. <laughs> is Brooklyn's here, baby. Oh, my God. <sighs> The it's, Brooklyn Newsies I, have such an impact. They're in red. They've got little bandanas. Yeah, it's like a group of friends. They're going so to aggressive and small. <laughs> I just, I, I okay. We we were supposed to record this, and I had a lot of like computer issues. So I've watched it three times, <laughs> and this is a long thing. I even so, I replayed Brooklyn's here probably five times each time because it's so good. It's so good. There's something so satisfying. So you see, like, Jack Kelly is defeated. He's at the basement in an old printing press, and he's mad. And then all of a sudden you hear this 
distant like newsies need our help today and you're like oh, tell the Brooklyn out there where you're like oh my god and then like the screen opens you're like we are newsies we are Brooklyn <laughs> you like put up the banner and they start singing represents so much in pop culture from like okay one these are the two thoughts i had one this is fandoms in general <laughs> one as being part of the bts army this is B this is the representation of bts army something's going down with bts they're not feeling great or something happened or they need us to do streams to get butter on number one we're like we're here don't worry we got your backs we're going to start also this reminds me of like the mail-in ballots during the election it's like don't worry <laughs> Like, Georgia's I don't know why here. this is not used. I don't know why this is not used more in, like, I know, okay, things. next time a major political event happens, I don't know if we'll ever have another November 5th, but next time it does, you've got to get on that. You've got to have that meme <laughs> at the ready. Because a lot of people had, like, the big endgame scene as that, but I'm like, this new, I guess, like, that's more, like, people know that more about than Brooklyn's here Newsies. <laughs> the best memes are niche memes, though. Like, the best memes are the ones that appeal deeply to fewer people because those always yes. hit harder because it's also mixed with the delight of I get it I'm smarter yes. and there's also just like so much aggressive fist bumping anywho um all in they just... little bandanas yeah um and so they it, they had the rally Jack is like maybe we shouldn't and then they realize he got paid and they're like how dare you and they then he changes their mind trust. And, um, and then him and Catherine have a whole moment. Favorite Jack Kelly moment of the show is him and Catherine have a big romantic number about how it's okay. They can do anything because they believe in each other and they have a kiss and there's sweeping orchestration. And then she like, they stop kissing and he's like, but you do like me, right? It's okay. Favorite like, Jack so Kelly moment. On? What's all this about? Do you like like me? And Catherine just stares at him halfway down the ladder as if she's really reconsidering it. <laughs> well, she's like, well, of course. And he's like, don't say, like, I don't know. Don't, don't say of course. I have to ask. I wouldn't ask if it wasn't of course to me. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, you, his, this is one of the first time you see, like, not that he's been like caught off guard, but this is the first time you've really seen his like, walls down like jeremy jordan is like, an adult man in this scene he does feel like a 15 year old boy yeah i think he's supposed to be 17 <laughs> jack kelly is a 17 year old boy <laughs> yes okay yeah, still jeremy jordan is an adult man in this scene he is a 17 year old boy yeah. there we go yeah. i had to try it again <laughs> yeah and so they have this whole moment and then they go down to that printing press and print uh, a newsletter to all the newsies that pretty much say like we will work with you even for you talking but... about how important it is to stand with people who are so threatened or or don't have the support system to strike is that it's like this it's a they set it up really nicely because they set up this we're helping even the scabs and then they realize that to have effect to have power it goes beyond them because 
workers' rights or human rights. And so it just becomes this, like, it's not just about the newsies, it's about all of the children who are working and keeping yeah. New York City alive. And they can't be ignored if they shut down everything, which is so much work. It's such a risk. Yes, exactly. And so they get out all these papers and we have, like, once and for alls playing and it's all, like, it has a really cool, like, tones up and down. Mm-hmm. And um, then they, we have a big meeting and Teddy Roosevelt's there as well because he's the governor at governor. this time. Governor. Um, and it's, anywho, they end up lowering the price, about half of it. And then also they pay back everything. Historically, they didn't lower the price, but they did do the payback. They did do the buyback, which as Jack Kelly, this fictional newsie says, like, this is good for you because it's not that no newsie is going to take more than they can, more than they can sell. So you're not going to yeah. have to worry about paying out like tons of newspapers. But if there's no risk of them being out the cash, then they're going to take extra and hustle a little harder with that security. Yeah. And then we have uh, Jack Kelly kind of like... Uh, Um, in the heights moment of like, should I leave or not? And then realizing like, this is my place to be and I'm going to stay here because what does this place have? New York's got us and we're your family. We just speed ran newsies. (laughs) But it is largely, A, hugely historically important even if they change things, but it is mainly, I'm so glad a professional recording of this exists because it is a visual experience. It's great because they, they do the whole thing they bow and then they have like, the ending is just like them all like them dancing even more and doing all their jumps and flips and the iconic like L jump thing and it's so fun to look at and they all also look like they're all having so much fun like they're hyping each other up it must be very fun to have most of the original cast especially because they've stayed friends because you're getting paid to do your dream job with your friends and that also you're going to be on Netflix and Disney plus in beautiful high definition it reminds me of the vibe of like from the behind the scenes of the dancers from Celine Dion's A New Day. <laughs> of like, so they're just like episode of Celine fun. Dion's Live in Las Vegas, A New Day, or Celine Dion's A New Day Live in Las Vegas. It's one of those two. I don't even know if we even got it right at the end, but it is there. They'll get it. Anywho, that's newsy. So, Emma, what were your thoughts, final thoughts? Would you share it? What do you think? All that jazz about Okay, Newsies. so my overall thoughts were obviously I've heard of Newsies, but I had never really listened to it. I, I don't even remember its Tony performance. This was the year once one, and this was also the first year I ever watched the Tony. So once really stuck in my mind because it was the winner, and Newsies didn't, which is very Fair. strange because it's very fun. And I'm really pleased I did because I think I've tried to listen to Newsies before, and this isn't to say that the Newsies music or songs are bad, but they're not ones that I want to listen to because again, it's there. not about the songs because they're all group numbers. I love a good group number. Like this musical's two and a half hours of the bread and roses scene from pride. It's wonderful. Um, mm. But seeing it really gives me that extra edge um, where like, I don't know if I'll listen to this. I don't think I'll like regularly, but I was also really pleasantly surprised with, I was kind of worried because there's so many group numbers that they were going to sound similar and just get mixed up in my brain. Uh, But even though we didn't talk about all the numbers, I found, I didn't watch it three times. I watched it twice and then did go rewatch some of my favorite scenes. And was also watching clips of the cast because you had sent me that one. And then I just kept going on a YouTube poll. Um, 
but I found like even today I've been humming different songs all day and like surely they were leading into another but I could picture each number on its own and I remember like what Popeye so this musical I think is definitely probably one of the more successful Disney Broadway experiences and I think that's because it already existed as a fully fledged musical but also I talked earlier about how it's a surprise because the original music was a flop but I'm glad they did it because they found they put Newsies where Newsies was meant to be, which is on a stage with yeah. crowds of adoring people. I agree. I think that... I'll just say I really enjoyed Newsies. I had a really good time. Yay! Yay. I'm so glad. I I totally agree with all of your points. And it's really shown that like the magic of musical theater, like there's only so much you can get from a soundtrack. And again, mm-hmm. a lot of times, unlike Hamilton, usually the whole thing isn't just music. There's also speaking and all that stuff. So you can't get all that from the soundtrack. Soundtracks can go a long way, but I think this really shows that you can bring Broadway to your home and have a similar, but different, but still impactful experience of Broadway. I really bristle at Broadway snobs who hear things like people really enjoying Newsies and think, well, Newsies isn't like a cool musical but I'm I hey it's it's Broadway the performance quality and standard is incredible and b like give give a shout out to people loving the things that are accessible to them it's it's really good and I'm so happy that this recording exists and that they Disney realized what a success it was that they managed to put everything together again five years later and then now five years after that we're enjoying it like still and again seize the day put more Broadway on streaming services. Please. Are you ready for activity? Do you even have to ask? Okay, so a few episodes ago, um, Mm -hmm. I had a segment when I was asking my sister things, (laughs) (laughs) and the original plan was to get my dad, and my dad wasn't available at the time. Dad was not picking up. Get it together. This time, Jenny's dad. He was available. Is your dad going to describe Broadway musicals? My dad is going to describe to you Broadway musicals. Your dad, okay, because you you played this game off 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 mic with Avengers. Your dad, I guess, I'm assuming knows significantly less about Broadway musicals than he does the well, Avengers, and he big. doesn't know a lot about the Avengers. Well, okay, my dad likes Marvel, but he doesn't remember a lot of things, okay. which is fine. Um, no and I love him so everything. dearly, and I just I want to preface that every answer he gave started with the. Uh. <laughs> so just imagine this is that. great because I was trying to guess what your quiz would be and my guess was that it was going to be about different Disney Broadway musicals so I didn't look any up because I just was like really convinced that's what it was mm. going to be but you deked on me okay let's do this so um we still have time so there's nine <laughs> as to nine I guess <laughs> anywho and so I say give me a sentence or a word that you would, if I tell you this musical, what you would describe it as. Um, so he gave me, everything's either one word or two words. Um, some of okay. them, his first I like response, this. I did not accept, and he had to give me another response. Some of them, he has seen 
multiple times. Or he's seen with me because me and my sister were in a lot of musicals and all that stuff. Some of them okay, that's actually also of, good talking about me, the fact that it's like musicals that you've seen and that you have been in. I'm like, okay, that actually does narrow it down. Well, I, I also let us begin. <laughs> okay, first one recent events Hamilton? No, I guess that's not really recent events. <laughs> That is this. I gave him the title of the musical, and this is what he was his first thought that came to his mind when I said this name. Dear Evan Hansen? No, your dad doesn't know what that is either. Do you um, want me to give you his actual yeah. first response? Oh, yeah. News. Newsies? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't recent either. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. Second one Green Magic. Well, that's got to be wicked. It's wicked. If it wasn't, yes, I'd yes. be really concerned about my ability to yeah. do this rest of this quiz. Yeah. Or about okay. your dad's understanding of musical theater. The next one. Face mask. Phantom of the Opera. See, also, I always find doing this type of activity makes dun, you really dun, realize dun, dun, how my brain thought goes because I get this from my father. Okay. Next one. Goofy girl. Um, Legally Blonde? Yes. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> okay. Next one. This one is... Uh, you should get this one really easily. I was going to get him to guess another Don't one. Don't say that, Bestie. Like, what if I get it wrong? <laughs> okay. You know you'll get it. Abnormal. Abba? Like, Mamma Mia? <laughs> no. Next to normal. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> it's not normal. Next to it is abnormal. <laughs> I'm leaving my favorite ones till the end. This is not the order he put them in. Okay. Next one. French stuff. Lame is. Yes. Lame is. Lame is. Okay. Now we're down to my three favorite ones. Okay. Okay. Two of these made me roll on the floor laughing. Okay. First one, I don't know if you'll get because it's a very specific reference. Okay. Tiger cat. The Lion King? No. Think of my father. Shrek? No. Um, this, this, this reference, you need to know a lot of a different reference to understand this reference. Tiger cat. Cat in the hat. Your dad. Think, Pirates of the Caribbean is not a Broadway musical. No. Think... <laughs> think football, but not the musical, but the reference. Football, but not the musical. Football's not a musical. No. <laughs> I don't think you'll get Wait, this. Wait, Tiger Cats, BC Lions? BC Bring it Lions? on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the name of this musical is a place that that place, the CFL's name of it is the Tiger Cats. Jenny, I don't know. I don't I know. know that. Okay, but places. Oklahoma. Okay. Is that it? Oh my no, God, I got CFL, so excited. I don't know. Oh, God. Okay, CFL. <laughs> CFL. CFL. Yeah. Canada? Canada. <laughs> Edmonton is not a musical. Montreal no. is also not a musical. Is it a city? Just, can I just tell you? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Ugh. Okay, yeah. Hamilton. Oh, my God. Hamilton <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Cat. This is what I get for never going to Hamilton except to their Swiss chalet one time. 
Oh. Oh. Interesting. Sometimes okay. it just gotta. <laughs> Here is one that my dad said, and I didn't understand what he meant, and then I was, okay. but then it was actually kind of smart when you think about it. Okay. 57. Is a prime number. 57. Greece? No. Okay, can I get a hint, please, Alex? It's about, think, numbers. 13? No. Plus 57 is 70. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Think numbers. Chess! It's not a number. (laughs) Why did you just yell chess? Chess is a musical. Okay. And I was trying to think of things that involve skills I don't necessarily have. Okay, second hint. Okay, first hint would think numbers. The second hint. Think of those numbers as individual numbers. Five. Seven? What's in between that? Six! I want you to know that I was about to say nine, which is also a musical, but is not the order that we typically count in. Okay, that's a pretty good one. I'm going to give that one to your dad because I don't expect him to know what six is about. And so I respect it. I respect him. He said it so fast. And I was like, yeah, he said it so fast. And I was like, what? He said 57? And he explained it. I was like, Dad, are you a genius? That was great. That was really good. Okay. In mysterious ways. Final one. This one, you will not get. It's a doozy, but it made me laugh, so I want to share it. Okay. This is a musical he has not seen. Okay. His answer for this was Picnic Baskets. Into the Woods. No. You said I... Okay, you nagged me, Jenny. Um... (laughs) Okay, so Picnic Basket, uh, Ants is a DreamWorks film and not a Broadway musical. Um, okay, before you go on that tangent, before you go on. like you're writing me in. You're like, don't do that. <laughs> nope, nope. The musical has nothing to do with Picnic Baskets, has nothing to do with any of that. It's just a name, again, has, okay, this is how he said it. Picnic Basket. So he's thinking of Yogi Bear. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, he was thinking of Yogi Bear. Um, He's never seen this musical. We talk about this musical together a lot. We've talked about this musical together a lot? We have. Yeah. Dear Evan Hansen. No. The Great Comet of 1812. (laughs) Well, you're so close. Okay, he's thinking of Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear was a baseball player? No. <laughs> this is audio. You can. We are like trying to communicate with our hands. <laughs> the second part. Bear. I feel like I'm doing charades. You're cradling your arms like a baby. Two you syllables. S- you, you, two words. You said it. <laughs> you, you just need the rest of it. Necessities, bare minimum, bare naked ladies. No, okay, okay. We're holding it in. We're going back. Okay. okay. What you? What is the last thing you just said? Bear. Yes. <laughs> what is the rest? Oh of my god! The title? Bear of Pop Opera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, 
safe. <laughs> Jenny's just watching me say the word bear over and over again. Bear a pop <laughs> opera, not bear the musical. Bear the bear a pop opera supremacy. <laughs> okay, so when I told my dad, bear the pop opera, and he looked at me straight in the face and said, picnic basket, I <laughs> didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, why? He's like, because of Yoki Bear picnic baskets. I was like, oh, yeah, because I didn't type it. You don't know I mean a different type of bear, not the animal bear. Okay, no, this is perfect. This is great. I, anywho, I hope you enjoyed that. I sure had fun doing that. <laughs> I'm sweating. I think I say the words I'm sweating more on this podcast than I ever do in my real life, but I am sweating now. Quizzes make me so sweaty. (laughs) Anywho, that is Newsies and that is my dad. And musicals are great. And thank you so much for listening to this wild and fun adventure. I'm trying to rein myself back in and reduce my core body temperature. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Please go check out Bear. Well, I mean, do go check out Bear Pop Opera, but more specifically, please check out Newsies, which is what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> and then if you want to talk to me about my inability to keep sentences straight while I'm talking, you can follow us on Twitter at HiHo Podcast. Follow us on Tumblr on, you guessed it, HiHo Podcast. That's H-Y-H-O Podcast. Or email us at HiHoPodcast at gmail.com. Also, something that would be really nice is liking, subscribing, reviewing us on apple Podcasts or the podcaster of your choice and if you enjoy musicals and enjoy all the musicals we've talked about today then i can assume you also enjoy music in general as many people do so check out our spotify playlist that we post on our twitter they're generally pretty good we should do a broader musical themed one for august let's do it cool this is this is august now when you're listening to it so go check that out so it has happened it is out you are no <gasps> Do we have one week in June? No, this, this is the last week of June. Week. It's August. It's August on Sunday. Anywho, <laughs> yeah. Um, so remember to like what you like. Your opinion is valid. As long as it's the same as mine.